morning. My name is Emma Giggy, and I'm a senior at Highland Park High School. I've had the privilege of growing up in this church my whole life and can honestly say that this is one of the places I will miss the most when I leave for school next year. The youth house has quickly become my home, and the opportunities we experience are incredible. Personally, I've been to Montreat many times, Mo Ranch more than I can remember, and recently spent this past summer in Scotland and Ireland on my favorite trip yet. I continue to participate in multiple aspects of our youth house, and I'm so thankful to be with you all today. So that was roughly four to five sentences about myself, which is about four or five more sentences than the text provides us about this paralyzed man. In fact, he literally does not have a name. He is forever known as the paralyzed man throughout all 12 verses. We also don't know about any relationships he had. We don't know if these were friends from his childhood. We don't know if he had siblings and they fought. We don't know if he knew the owner of the house they were visiting that day. What I'm trying to say is the fact that we know so little about this character allows us to imagine ourselves in his shoes. I've heard people mention this before, in fact, that sometimes when characters in scripture go unnamed, it allows us to write our own name. Picture yourself as the paralyzed man. What keeps you on the map? What is that one immense burden that keeps weighing you down? Is it working too much? Is it fear of failure? Fear of change, maybe? Want to know what I'm always paralyzed by? Helping others more than helping myself. Although I recently had an experience that reminded me of how to wrestle with that. A couple weeks ago, I was digging around in my back house and found a box of old children's books that my parents would read to me before bed each night. I quickly ripped apart the cardboard covers and began taking a trip down memory. As I shuffled through all the classic titles, one book caught my eye. It's called Have You Filled a Bucket Today? and describes the idea that we all have invisible buckets that we carry in our day-to-day -day lives. This book taught me a long time ago that we all deserve care and we all deserve help. However, it's easy to forget that. It's easy to give without receiving or give until your bucket is empty. In fact, over the holidays, my sister was debating on going on a Christmas trip with her friends. In the end, she stayed in town, but it was because she wanted to spend time with me. It was a small and simple gesture, but it reminded me just how much I was empty. Friends, this text is so holy, and reminds us that helping is holy too. However, I also think this text reminds us that Jesus wants a whole and healthy life for all of us, which means even we deserve to receive help or be the ones who benefit from helping at times. This story is a story of a man who received help. So church, remember this. It's not only good and right to give help, it is good and right to receive help. So when your bucket starts to run out, you think you have no one left to turn to, don't hesitate to ask for help. The church is here. You are not alone.